Jared Lawrence. Standing in the doorway, silhouette on the wall, connected to your body, physical and spiritual world. And you know what I need for my crowds and my feet. Oh, please, baby, please, before I fall to my knees, tell me how you like. I just want to try. Tea's been but provided. You got me excited. But don't rush. That's that feeling I need more of. Showing up, babe. That's that feeling I need more of Showing up, babe Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence That's brand new Leon Bridges Show enough Off that Gold Diggers Sound album Copped it on Friday. I'm a huge Leon Bridges fan, so as soon as I saw that album out, I had to go buy it. I got a few songs off of there that I already love. Um, Show Enough, that's one of my favorites so far, and then I'm going to play another one on the way out. That's really good, too. But I had to, I had to come back and do an episode. I'm going to call this episode Overtime because I've been working overtime this week. I worked like 54 hours. I just did an um, a double shift last night where I, where I worked from 2 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. Finally home. Got a little bit of sleep. Woke up. I've been meaning to do this episode all week, but I just had to. I hadn't found the time to do it, so I'm doing it today. But I also plan on coming back with a State of the Jared. So I'm going to record that one tonight, too. This, this episode title, Overtime, will go up tonight. Stay to Jared should be up tomorrow before I go to work. So that's the plan. You guys can look out for that. Hopefully I'll get to record both of them tonight. But hey, what can I say? I'm a very busy man. We'll get to it on the state of Jared. We'll talk about my life and why I've been so busy and just the focus for the year and everything and what the last year has been like. But I wanted to come with a with a regular episode before that. I hit some topics. A lot going on in the world. Rest in peace, Bismarck. I'm going to do some type of tribute for him. I'll probably do the Bismarck Shock G tribute together. I want to like take my time with it and make sure I play the right songs. And I, you know, read up a little bit on what I need to know. Kind of like when I did the DMX Black Rob tribute, I want to make sure I do it right. So it would be unfair for me to just throw a little tribute on this episode. So I'm going to, I'm going to set something aside for that one. Because Bismarck is a legend in this game. So is Shock G. So I want to make sure I can at least not school y'all, but give y'all a little bit of information, play some music maybe you don't know. And I enjoy those music episodes. I mean, I don't know if you guys do. The DMX one did all right. I think it's over 50, 50 listens so far. So there, there is a place for that with the music stuff. And um, I think going forward, I would like to play some more music or do some more like music type episodes because – Music is a big part of my life. I love listening to music every day. I love talking too, but music is big to me. So look out for the 
the Bismarck Heat tribute episode I'm going to do probably in a, in a week or two. Got a lot going on work-wise, and I got a little vacation stuff going on. So I'm going to find some time for it. Um, Tyler, the creator, his new album's really dope, too. Speaking of new albums that came out, in addition to the Leon Bridges, that Tyler, the creator album's really, really good. I recommend you guys go check that out. He's rapping. That's why I like it. I'm not really down with all the singing stuff, so enjoying that. I need to call Kayla, too. I need to call Kayla back at some point. I might as well do that now because I feel like Kayla's not going to answer. So at least let me get the call set up. So if she doesn't answer, maybe she'll call back before the end of the episode because while she was on the show, we forgot to discuss something very important. So I want to get her back in for like a couple minutes just to discuss this. So let me let me see if I can get her to answer. Um, Kayla's a very busy person too. So let's see. Who the international call you are attempting to play. Oh, you know what? I have the I have two different numbers for her. I forgot to delete that international number. Let me try to call this number. I think this is I think this is her number. So let's see if she answers the phone. Please leave your message for four zero. Oh goodness, what is up with people? Okay, well, anyways, let me get back to the show. I'm a little discombobulated right now, but um, work with me. Work with me. I've had a very busy week, as I said, working overtime. Let me tell you about my um, experience at work last sun, last Saturday. Not yesterday, but like two Saturdays ago, I worked another double shift. And it was kind of a last minute thing where they asked me to do it. And I was like, yo, oh, no, it was Sunday, actually, last Sunday. They asked me to work the double and I said, I'll do it if I get Monday off, which I ended up not even having the Monday off because I worked another overnight. I've been working mad overnights this week, too. But um, on my lunch break, I was like, I got to get food because I didn't have enough, like, food in the in the office to eat so i had a cheesecake factory gift card shout out to antonio <laughs> antonio gave me a cheesecake factory gift card on my birthday like two years ago that i've still hadn't used up all the way i had like 37 dollars left on it so i said let me go to cheesecake factory and um get some food from there so i ordered like all this stuff on their website which I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Why I hate all this online bullshit. But I ordered a whole bunch of food on there, and then I go to pay, and it won't accept the gift card, because I guess it's like one of these. It's not a Cheesecake Factory gift card. Um, I forgot what the name of the gift card is, but it was something different. So they wouldn't accept it. So I'm like over here fidgeting around on this website for like 10 minutes. And then I finally was like, all right, I got to take the L. I'm not going to be able to order this food on the website. I'm just going to have to go in person like tomorrow and get it, which ended up being the next day. So I said, all right, let's see what else I can do. Cause um, I work near mall of millennia. So there was a lot of options over there. I said, let me go to um, Pollo Tropical. Shout out to them. It's always a, uh, reliable spot so i got in the car drove all the way to polio tropical i get there and it's closed now this is a sunday at like six o'clock i'm like why the heck is polio tropical closed on a sunday at six they got a little sign on the door somebody were closed today didn't really explain it so i'm like i don't know like maybe covid i don't know maybe somebody got covid i don't know so there's a zaxby's next to the polio tropical i said all right let me go to zaxby's then i'll get a salad or they call it a salad with the Z. So I said, I get a salad. I see the um freaking, whatchamacallit, 
the drive-through line is like 15 cars deep. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So I'm like, I'm going inside. I ain't even messing with the drive-through. So I go to go inside Zaxby's, and um, as I'm walking in to the door, or walking up to the door, it's I'm trying to pull the handle and it's locked. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So they got a sign on the door. It's talking about uh, insides closed because we don't have enough people working. So you have to use the drive-through. So I'm like, fuck, bro. I told you it's like 15 cars deep in that drive-through. So I was already like, all right, not using the drive-through. What's the next thing I could do? I'm looking around the parking lot. There's like a Chipotle a little further down. There's a Target. I'm like, I'm thinking of all the L's that I could take. And I'm just like, man, it ain't even worth it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm about to charge it to the game. Just go to McDonald's. Because I was already going to head to McDonald's to get coffee. So I said, I just got to get my food there, too, in addition to the coffee. Because at this point, the break, I had like a 30-minute lunch break. And I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm up against the, the wall here. I'm up against the wall, like 40. It's probably going to end up being a 40-minute lunch break. So I go to McDonald's, order a coffee, a hot coffee for myself. Get a, a cold iced coffee for my coworker, and then I get um, their chicken sandwich, the deluxe one with the lettuce and tomatoes, and some French fries. So I'm like, all right, just luckily I was able to make a meal out of it too. I didn't even know you could do that with coffee, but the girl let me make it a meal. So whatever the number three or whatever, do that. I make it to the window. She's like trying to charge me for like the whole thing. I'm like, oh wait, I'm supposed to be paying separate with my coworker stuff because he gave me a credit card, so I pay. I have her, like, break it up, pay for it, whatever. Finally get my chicken sandwich. The way this day has been going, I'm like, all right, there's probably something wrong with it. So let me just check it. I look in there. There's lettuce on there, but there's no tomato. And the chicken look a little burnt. But I said, you know, just take an L. Take an L. The chicken's burnt. I got to live with it. But I will not live with no tomato. So I, I told her, hey, there's no tomatoes on this chicken sandwich. Can you um, at least just give me some on the side? Like, I'm not giving you the sandwich back. I don't trust you guys. I don't, I don't want you to mess with it. So I kept the sandwich. I just said, just give me some tomatoes. So she gave me the tomatoes. I left, finally made it back to work. Like I said, it was like a 40-minute lunch break. So I was a little late getting back. But whatever. I was working a double shift. So as I like to say, when I work doubles, I had breaks on breaks on breaks. So I had time to kill. I had enough time to give because I still had another break on the overnight. But, you know, it was just one of those days um, where you knew everything was going to go wrong. And I was telling the guy at my work, the guy I got the iced coffee for, I said, man, I was like, bro, the devil's out here today. Like, the devil is working today. He's working overtime. And he's just like, what do you mean? I'm like, yo, nobody want me to win. It's got to be the devil. I was like, this ain't God. This is the devil. Like, all the L's I took on that trip. So, needless to say, like, the chicken sandwich wasn't even good. The fries were were straight. But, you know, McDonald's fries, you got to eat those pretty quick. So, I I ate them kind of. Late after getting them, so they were all right. Um, the coffee was good, though. I'll give McDonald's this. McDonald's coffee is always um, reliable. McDonald's coffee is always hot. It's always fresh. I don't know. It's I don't. I think I've had, like, one bad coffee experience at McDonald's, and you can always give it back, and they'll make you a new one. They're like brew a fresh pot. But the coffee was really good. So that kind of made up for it, but it was just surprising that everything's closed. I know... They said like there's like a work shortage and I was talking about this with the uh, people at my job where I'm like, I don't know if it's that people are getting unemployment. Like maybe some of it is the unemployment thing, but I also think part of it is that one, a lot of people found ways to get money during the pandemic. So a lot of people 
like found other ways to make money, whether it was starting their own business, getting into stocks, just learning different ways to like grow their money or make money. So I think a lot of people don't have to rely on these fast food jobs anymore. But I'm going to tell you another thing I noticed, and I've been seeing this as I, I, I watch as I'm driving. I'm just noticing a lot of stuff. So one other thing that I noticed is that we have a lot of businesses. Like, I feel like we have too many businesses in the world right now. And it's just not enough workers for all the businesses. Like, just think about it. When you're driving down the street, look at all the freaking businesses on the road. It's like every block is like 50 businesses. And it's like, I don't feel like we have enough people to fill all these uh, vacancies. And especially if you're not paying um, a fair wage. So I'm... I'm just thinking that is probably the main reason why we have a work shortage. I think people talk about inflation. I don't know what the word is for when you have too many businesses, but it's just too many businesses. We got to like cut back, probably go back down a little bit. Cause if you remember like the nineties, early two thousands, we didn't have this much businesses. Like you, I guess brick and mortar was still a thing. But every corner, every street was not mad business. You got a lot more trees and stuff, but all this new construction, they've cut all the trees down, building new stuff, and more people like are living in the in these areas now. So I feel like we just have way more businesses and it's too many businesses for the actual amount of workers. And I think that's the big problem. In addition to maybe unemployment, but like people just find other ways to get money. Like nobody wants to work for eight dollars an hour whatever the hell the minimum wage is you know and i think companies got to readjust i think these companies are gonna have to start either raising their wages or um maybe can i don't know if it's condensing but they gotta get down to like something that's more viable for their their growth and um profits so it's gonna be interesting to see how this world reacts to this or how the world adjusts to all that going forward but um, also the next day, I will say when I went back to Cheesecake Factory, because I did go in person and order my food this time and I was able to get everything I wanted this time. Well, no, I did. I got the cheeseburger um, spring rolls. I was trying to get the little sampler spring roll platter, but they didn't have the avocado one. So I ended up just getting the cheeseburger one because I heard the cheeseburger spring rolls at Disney were like really good. So I was like, I want to try the Cheesecake Factory one to see if they're the same as the Disney ones. And they were really good. So I got that. And then I got like this sampler platter of like fettuccine, um, baked chicken, Parmesan, and a baked rigatoni or something like that. And that was good too. But yeah, shout out to Cheesecake Factory. As you know, their menu got more pages than the Bible. And when I went back to work the next day, I told the dude, the same guy at my job, I was like, yo, I had God with me today. Like the devil couldn't get through today. He couldn't, the devil couldn't stop me that day. And you know why I knew God was with me? Cause I went to Wawa too. Cause I was working the overnight. So I like had to get a coffee. So I went to Wawa and this happens to me every now and then at Wawa, I'll go and I'll get the coffee. And then when I go to pay the person at the register is like, you're good. So I never have to pay for it. I would say maybe one out of every 20 times, maybe one out of 10 times I get a free coffee when I go. And I think the key is just having the coffee by itself. Like if you have a whole bunch of stuff you're buying, they usually won't give you that free coffee. But if you just have the coffee and you go up to the register, I will say like maybe once out of every 20 times, they'll be like, all right, no, you don't have to pay it. Good. So that's happened to me like quite a few times in Wawa. And it happened that day too. So I said, yeah, 
God is with me tonight. Fuck out of here, devil. Devil, you can't get through. Had the Lord on my side. It was just a beautiful day. That was like one of them days where you just knew everything was going to go your way. And yeah, it was a good day. I went to work, worked overnight. My sleep schedule has been kind of thrown off. I woke up today at like 2.30. I only slept like six hours, but I, I forced myself to wake up early just because I want to go to bed by like 3 a.m., 2 a.m. Um, I was waking up at like 5.30 at night to go on these overnight shifts during the week. So trying to get back to a normal schedule. Supposed to go visit Mike in Clearwater on Tuesday after I go get off work. I'm supposed to drive over there. So we'll see if that's going on. Mike still hasn't uh, gotten back to me on that. I probably should call him. Let me. Should I? Yeah, I think I should call Mike. Let's see if Clearwater's still going on. You know, I like to do a lot of random calls on here. And I got quite a few topics I want to get to on this show, too. If he doesn't answer, we're just cutting this out. Hi, honey. How are you? Yo, yo. <laughs> Mike. Clarissa, what's up? This is the podcast. The podcast, baby. What's up? Hey, you never called me, so I was just calling you live on air to see if we're still uh, on for Tuesday. (laughs) You sound very shaky, man. You're sounding shaky right now. Shaky? Yeah, the the plans. The plans. No, well, the connection, too, but the plans are a little shaky right now. I'm going to step outside for the connection to not get shaky, and the plan is not shaky at all. The only shakiness is that we might not have a couch by the time we get here, but... Do I need to bring a blow-up mattress to sleep? I have a a blow-up mattress I can bring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're holding off selling our couch uh, sofa bed. Our sofa bed just for you, so you don't have to sleep on the floor. I have a mattress I can bring. I said I have a blow-up mattress. <laughs> oh, man, I, we're not posting it yet. So this you, you leave, we're posting it on Facebook Marketplace, oh, selling our cup. Okay, this guy. Mike is uh, <laughs> Mike is leaving the U.S. once again. I don't know if I can say that on here. But... <laughs> yeah, of course. This guy has no desire <laughs> to live in America. Yeah. Although Puerto Rico is America. Puerto, Puerto Rico is America too, though. You know, you're not leaving America. Territory, it's a territory. It's a territory. Yeah. If, you look, if you look at the at the map, it's part of the United States. Part of Earth, right? Part of Earth. I, I mean, clearly, like you say, it's part of the world, part of Earth. How much control does the U.S. have on Puerto Rico? Uh, it basically runs everything, but it's it's. Uh, I don't even want to get into it, but uh, it's I, got its own government. But I have a theory uh, that I want to talk to you about when I go over there. Uh, what's that? Because, like, I always see the, how, like, the beef between, like, the U.S. and Cuba, and they, a lot of the things they're saying is, like, that Cuba doesn't get any help from the U.S. But I wonder uh, if, if Puerto Rico gets more help because the U.S. has more control. Yeah, they get, they get all kind of help, man. They got all kind of assistance. They have people there on food stamps. They got welfare, basically. Because it feels I'm like sure they don't want to give that. Cuba any help at all, from what I from what I see. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not a big historian, but it just seems like that's. I don't know. The U.S. has some like issue with Cuba for for some reason. It's a different country, yeah. Viewed as an enemy in a sense. 
Yeah. But it seems like Puerto Rico, maybe the U.S. has too much of a hand or what's it? Uh, too much of a hand in it in the affairs over there. Uh, according to a lot of people, everybody's everybody's opinion is different. But a lot of people, yeah, want to just be completely independent. But there's others that think it's a good and it helps. And some people want to be a state. There's three different types of uh, political parties and views over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get they get plenty of help. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because I'm like, why is like why do they consider Puerto Rico part of the U.S.? I'm like, it must be because we have like. We do a lot of assistance there. Yeah. It's all right. Um, but yeah, I just was calling to make sure we're still on for Tuesday. I'm going to come over there. We're going to go to a train store. What about the the baseball game? Are we doing that Wednesday or Thursday? Baseball game. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, have, I always feel like baseball is like a daytime sport, but. We can go Thursday afternoon. We can do Thursday afternoon. Right. Probably cheaper anyway. That'd be cool. That's right next to like like a lot of restaurants and bars and stuff. So we can after the game we can just hang out okay. for a little bit. All right, all right. Should be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the trip. I was supposed to be down there a couple weeks ago, but this hurricane or whatever the heck hit y'all. Y'all scared me, so I stayed home. Yeah, um, uh, I forgot. I forgot the name of the storm. Was the Elsa? Elsa? Was it Elsa? Frozen? Elsa. 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 Yeah. Like Disney. Are we getting your rain? I looked outside. It looked like a normal day. It was so weird. No, I heard some wind on my window in the morning. I said, oh, "I'm not. I'm not going out there." <laughs> it felt scary over here in the morning. Yeah, I think it rained more in Orlando than it did in Tampa. The wind Probably. I felt in that morning that it was loud. I was like, "Yo, it's got to be bad over there." But you're saying, "Oh no, it was beautiful." My God, we had beautiful sunsets and everything. It was like sunny the whole day. Oh. It rained like 20 minutes. It was. It was nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, we went outside. We had our little hurricane party. We thought we were going to see some some wind and rain. <laughs> nothing. I saw that. <laughs> I saw you guys had the little hurricane party. Yeah, it was the could We could have done what? that every night. Any night, it would have been the same thing. You told me all the stores were going to be closed. That's another reason I didn't go. You're like, oh, Office Depot's really? closed. <laughs> yeah, they, they closed it for half the day. Half oh. the stores closer today, they, but when they figured out that it was nothing, they moved away. They said, so oh, see. then they opened again. I could have went. I could have went over there. Because, but but it's right. I'll have more time if I go after work. Like I'll be able to be there all day Wednesday instead of having to drive yeah. Wednesday morning. I'm not a morning person, so me waking up early to drive somewhere is not really good. Like it doesn't. I'll probably oversleep, so I'd rather just go straight after work. So. That works. That sounds even better. That's what I would do too if I was. Yeah, so, and I can hit up White Castle on the way there. Hey, what up? What up? White Castle. Ah, uh, yeah, White Castle. Yeah, but yeah, man, I just wanted to call and double check on the plans. Um, I'm gonna get back to this episode. Sounds good. Let, let me know if anything changes. Yeah, no, nothing gonna change unless another storm comes. But I haven't heard nothing about that. So we're gonna go to the train store. We're oh, gonna yes. go to a Philly cheesesteak place. That's supposed to be authentic Philly cheesesteak, the closest thing to Philly in Florida from where people tell me. I'll tell African. you how authentic it is. <laughs> I know you would. That's what I'm thinking. So we're gonna go to the race game. So it should be fun. We're just gonna hang out. I don't know if you want to go to the beach. Uh, I'll bring clothes just in case. But I, you know, I don't, I'm not a big you, beach you guy. Next to the beach. Yeah, you live next to the beach. That, that's not even an attraction. Just you. save the Wawa coupons for me, still. Wawa. The coupons. I need that coffee coupon. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be expired by now. Yeah. Nah, so nah, it should be good still. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not expired. I thought you said you want to go to Wawa with me. I'm like, how do you want your first first date? You no, I do want to go to Wawa. I gotta get coffee from Wawa. Alright, we gotta get you a first date. You I'm off the dating. I'm off all of the dating apps. I'm actually not really oh. dating anymore. I'm on. You're never really off. I'm off. You're just punk. I have not just been. Off. I deleted my dating apps. I took my profile down. <laughs> Like if I'm I get suspended them, no, I deleted them. I would have to make a brand new profile if I get back on there. Uh, that, that's the trick, man. You're gonna make a brand new one, like you've never been there before. Yeah, you can start from scratch, but I'm not getting back on for the rest of this year. I'm done. No, that's good. Take a break. You did it for a while. You have fun. Yeah, exactly. Gotta do it. How's your stocks? How's your portfolio looking? Um, you know the stocks have been a little bit down, <laughs> but they're starting to go back up now. So. I've been buying still as they're they're down, but um, I have a couple that are like carrying me right now. Like, I got yeah. one that's like really good. Yeah, but right. I, yeah, it's it's straight right now. It's straight. I think by next year I'll really see some improvements. But yeah. Everything, yeah, still yeah. Take, take it one day at a time. You know, don't don't go too crazy too quick. No, I'm not going crazy. But I mean, the big thing about stocks is just you like to buy when they're down. So. Now's a good time to buy because everything's everything's down. July had a big drop, so now's a good time to buy. Uh, weed stocks are down, so if you believe in weed, buy them stocks now because those those will probably go up in the next couple years. Yeah, yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. But yeah, uh, you gotta buy them when they go down, but you gotta they gotta be smart enough. Companies that still have potential to go up because. Some cut, some some go down, but they don't have the potential to go back up. Though. So yeah, it's got to be strong companies, yeah. strong fundamentals. But then yeah, catch, try to catch them when they go down. That way, and catch them before they go up. I feel good about all my stocks for the most part. There's a couple that I probably will sell next year, but I feel good about most of them. And then uh, a lot of my stuff pays uh, monthly dividends or, or quarterly. So. Yeah, nice. Even if they don't go up that much, you still get paid, so you'll make that money back in like less than ten years. But you say you you like to like buy them and get sell them later later on, right? Like a, some for some. the most part, that's what you want to do. Some of them I'm probably gonna hold for a while, and then some of them I will probably sell next year. Like I I realized I bought a couple that were tied to private prisons, so I'm selling those next year when um. When I don't have to pay the the, the tax on selling too early, uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't want those stocks, so those are I'm getting rid of. Um, and then some I've just as I as I do more research, I'm like oh, I like I don't like them as much. So, but next year I'll probably sell and buy more of the ones I like, and I'll, I'll consolidate a little bit better. That's what's up. Well, that's good, man. Uh, it's fun. I've, I've dabbled in it too. It's it's an interesting world. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm learning and I'm I'm happy with what I've learned so far. It's definitely good to have money that can grow, that has the possibility to grow, um, instead of just sitting in your bank and not really doing much. Because I don't know, I'm a risk. I'm a little bit of a risk taker, so I'd like to at least try to double some money and see what I could do with it. But um, I'm confident that I will see a little, at least a return on what I've invested. Yeah, you got to diversify and uh, not just put all your, your savings money in one place. You got to try to make it work for you. Yeah, I still got money in my bank account um, just for safety, but I don't have everything in there like I used to. I had to take some money out and put it in stocks. That's very good. 
I like it. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, how about uh, how about Lillard? What, what, what you got, Trey Lillard? To? Oh, I have that on my list of topics. First of all, the, <laughs> okay. the Damian Lillard stuff is so overblown. Like, we're not trading <laughs> Damian Lillard. All he keeps saying is like he wants to see the roster improve, which I agree. It's not this roster cannot compete for a championship. We have to upgrade. We probably got to trade CJ. Our GM is very hard-headed, Neil O'Shea. He doesn't want to break up Lillard and McCollum, and that's probably going to mess us up, but we got to do something. This roster... Go ahead. No, I was just saying the roster's not built to win right now. We can't win a championship with this roster. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 good enough to get in the playoffs every year, but you're not quite to like make it over the hump. Yeah, you gotta try something. You gotta swing for the fence now. Yeah, because TJ's such a good player. Like I don't like he's just I wouldn't want to give him. I want him, you know. But he's you can you gotta try something crazy because you can get so much value out of him. Just there's gotta be a little bit of a, of a risk. You gotta take a risk there and try to get a, a ball a home run with some kind of trade. Yeah. That, that, that puts you over the edge, yeah. But it's it's hard getting rid of good, really good, fundamental, you know, sound players. They keep saying they're not going to trade CJ, but I just I don't see how you don't. I think Lillard has already kind of put the pressure on them to make a move. He said he's not happy with just a coaching change, which the GM was like, "All we're going to do is change the coach. We're not going to do nothing with the roster." But I think Lillard's kind of put the pressure on him now, where he's going to have to do something. He sees that. Lillard is not going to be happy with it the way it is now. So the pressure is on Olshay. Yeah, if you do something or you you have a run where it's like you have a great, a lot of payoff appearances and not really get a chance to win the title, or you can do something drastic and try to try to get there. Yeah, I, I don't think Lillard's going anywhere, though. I think that part is the media every week trying to make something up. Every time they say he wants to be traded, he comes out and says, no, I don't. Like, So yeah. I, I don't think he wants to go anywhere. But I think if they keep this roster the way it is and we get to, like, the all-star break next year and it's not any improvement, he might start saying he wants to trade. But going into the yeah. season, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's too soon. But, yeah, it's, it sucks. Though. I, hate, I hate this time because I remember Dwight Howard. It was, like, two years of rumors and all these news reports blowing out of proportion. But then it, I think it wears on the players, too, at some point. Yeah. And they just want a fresh start because it's just – a year or two, just that's the question they're asked, and that's all they hear in the newspaper about them. So it kind of sucks that it's even going into this direction. It just—I don't like that part of the but NBA. The difference with Dwight was Dwight only had like a year or two left on his contract, so he kind of was right. forcing the Magic's hand. Lillard still has like four years right. left on his deal. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like we got to worry about losing him in free agency. It's if he wants to be traded, we can trade him, but we're not worried yet. Where it's like, oh, he could walk away. You know, he's signed for like four more years. Yeah, but the players can now, nowadays they can force a trade anytime. They can basically force a trade. They can, so. but I don't think Lillard's at that point yet where he's forcing a trade. I think Lillard no, no, is yeah. still kind of, you know, he's saying, see where it goes. But I do yeah. like that he's come out publicly and said, I don't like the roster as it is. Because the GM was right. saying the roster was fine. So I like that Lillard has made the GM look stupid with that. Because now <laughs> everybody knows. You need to do something. Yeah, you you're close. You know, it's like the Bucks. The Bucks had a, they've been in the playoffs. They were getting shut down. The wall was getting built around. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they kept tinkering. You know, you got tinker, and then they got uh, Drew, Drew Holiday. Really kind of pushed them over the edge. You know, it's the right 
right combination. You gotta you gotta tinker with the roster every year, and so you know when you're in that in that stage where you're like almost there. I hope Lillard watched that. Like I hope Lillard saw what Giannis did because think about it. Yeah, Giannis got yeah. swept last year and yeah. re-signed yeah. with the team. He said, "I'm committing to this team." Like Lillard needs to commit and say, "Look, I'm sticking with y'all and let the team make some moves." But Giannis didn't yeah. walk away after they got swept, and I I love Giannis for that, man. I used to be hard yeah. on him, but I got he got my respect for that because he stayed there. He could have left after they got swept. Mm-hmm. They yeah, got, for they, sure. The Heat. Everybody thought the Heat were like gonna end that team, and for them to bounce back like that and. And make some moves. Yes, they caused some breaks by getting Drew Holiday when they were supposed to get Bogdanovich. But yep. man, that's yep. that was just a great, great ending. Um, and that was a weird finals for me because I started off rooting for the Suns, and then by the end, I was rooting for the Bucks. <laughs> it was the same exact way for me. I, I wanted the Suns to win, but yeah. At the yeah. end, I was like, "Damn, the Bucks ain't got nobody with a ring either." I kind of want them to win. Yeah, yeah, and then freaking Milton's just playing out of his mind. He's a second round draft pick. I'm like, wow, these they they did it the right way. They drafted those players. They they developed them the right way. They're good kids. Like, I, yeah, like, I I I was all for him by the end. I was the same exact way. I, did I you even, for did you see how they got Middleton? Uh, I know. All I know is he was like a second round. He was a second round pick yeah. of the Detroit Pistons. The only reason they got him is because they had traded Brandon Jennings to Detroit. For uh, Brandon Knight and Middleton was thrown in that deal. Wow, that's wild. He wasn't really supposed to be in the deal. Like Brandon <laughs> Knight was the big thing in that deal, and then Middleton was just like thrown in. That's that's crazy. Yeah, just a throw in, and he develops into something. An offspring. Yeah, so I mean, you do have to give these young guys like time too. Like the Blazers, that's another yeah, issue. Man. Like we don't play our young guys. So hopefully with Chauncey now, he'll start yeah. developing these young players and. Seeing if we have anything, maybe we have a Chris Middleton that we don't really know because we don't, we haven't given him the yeah. opportunity. Yeah, but the timing has to be right too. You know, probably could Chris Middleton six, seven years, same like Giannis, they were on the same timeline. It's hard when you have a all player right now that could in his prime like uh, Lillard, and you know you have players that need another five years to develop. Yeah, five years they'll be they'll be Middleton, but right now they need the help. Yeah, yeah, this stuff is just a tough. Being a, being a front office person in the NBA is probably the hardest job. Man. It looks so fun, but it is probably stressful. Oh, yeah. yeah there's so many things to, to, to worry about and juggle. Yeah, it's like any other job. You mess up, you can lose your job. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and those jobs and, pay and a lot. Yeah. yeah, and you're in the public, public eye. Guy. And everybody knows how much you make. That's the one thing if I wouldn't want to be an athlete because I'm like, damn, everybody knows how much money I got. Yeah. That part sucks, but everything good with you, Mike? Everything's good, buddy. Everything's good. How much time you got left in Florida, man? We probably got one more month. Basically, right at the end of August, early September, we should be closing on our house. See, this is why I got to make the trip now. Yeah, man. Nah, but, but we're going to have a hopefully set up so that friends and family can come, stay with us. We'll have enough space to, to host y'all. you have a vacation destination. And really cool in, the, in nature in the mountains. So like half an hour from the city, so we can still get jobs and be close enough. But we'll definitely be in the mountains, spring, river, water. We can just go to nature and get water and stuff like that. All that stuff that we love. I got to talk to Dominique because she's, she's been talking about going, wanting to go to Puerto Rico. And I, we're supposed to do that. Yeah. So I got to talk to her. Yeah, man. 
two-hour flight, like shorter than your drive is going to be. Not even that expensive. It's like less than a hundred bucks for the flight. You got to do it. I don't know if I can get those buddy passes anymore. I might have to pay for this flight. <laughs> Cal can't come through anymore. I don't know. Man. It's a little shaky. A little shaky right now with the buddy pass. But I mean, I, I, I'm not even getting on a plane until this mask restriction is gone. I'm not wearing a mask on a plane. I'm not oh, really? wearing a mask for three hours on no plane. Like, they got to get rid of the mask <laughs> thing. I bet you will. I'm not. I, I promise. I'm going to Vegas next summer, but I expect to be able to fly on a plane with no mask by then. Uh-huh. I'm going to NBA Summer League next normal. summer. Better get used to the new normal. Nah, the ma- bro, the mask thing is done. Like, nobody's even wearing them anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm weird now for wearing a mask. When I go to, like, uh-huh. Wawa and I still have my mask on, I'm like, damn, I'm the only one with the mask on still. <laughs> you're wearing a mask i go i wear it in wawa just because i'm like damn I, like the workers still wear there so i'm like if they're still wearing them i don't wear mine but the reason yeah, i wear mine is because i'm like if i have something i don't want to give it to nobody i'm not scared of giving anything i'm scared of giving it to somebody if i have it, even though i'm vaccinated but i'm just like you know and the thing about the mask i kind of like now is i feel like i'm kind of anonymous when i wear it so it makes me feel a little like like, I, I don't know. I just feel an anonymity when I go out with it now. <laughs> I love it. I love it for that reason. It's kind of like how Rip Rip Hamilton used to wear the face mask. um, And then he just kept wearing it because he got used to it. Like, I'm used to the mask now. And I, I feel like nobody notices me when or nobody knows who I am. <laughs> like, I've gone up to people I know, and they didn't know it was me because I had the mask on. So I'm like, I kind of like this. You like Batman. Yeah, I feel like it's not a superhero, <laughs> but I do... I do feel like a level of uh, privacy when I have my mask on. I feel you, man. You start fighting some crime and you're doing all right with you. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, nah. I, I'm gonna bring my mask when I go to when I go to visit you, just in case. I won't yeah. wear it to the. Yeah. Well, damn. No, nah, I probably won't wear it to the baseball game. Uh, over here, nobody. You be the only one wearing it over here. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wears it over here. Oh man! Really, really rare. Really rare. You know, I have a, I have a, a thing I want to talk about on here about how it's funny how the roles are reversed now. Where remember, like the whole my body, my choice people, like people who are um and who are for abortion, they would be like my body, my choice, right? Yeah. Those have now become the uh, you should wear the mask, you should trust the government people, and then yeah. the people who say. Um, who are for abortion have become the my body my or the people who are against abortion have become the my body my choice people. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's, yeah. it's hilarious how they've like reversed they've role reversed, but they still don't understand each other's like point. <laughs> yeah, kind of true, man. It's 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 a hundred percent true, man. It's, they've both changed sides on what they want, like. One wants the government involved now, the other one doesn't. <laughs> like it's it's hilarious to me. Yeah, it depends on what uh, what side you lean on on each topic. You know, for yeah. some it might contradict it, but you you're for the government doing something for something you're you're with, but then you're not for this other thing, so you're gonna go against it. See, but I feel like my country. I'm consistent. I've always said we need a little bit of government involvement. So I feel like I even with the mask, I am still like, hey, we still need the. I think we need a little government involvement. So I've nobody could tell me that I have switched up. Like I've pretty much stayed my my uh opinion of it has stayed the same. But these other people are like 
Well, y'all, my body, my body, my choice, people. <laughs> so you think the government should regulate it so everybody has to wear it, or you think the no, government shouldn't do that? That's too far. Um, I'm not gonna say they should regulate every. They should, like I don't think the government should make you do, make you wear it. Right. Or no, the government shouldn't make you get the vaccine. I ain't gonna say they should make you get the vaccine, but I do think everybody has to live with the consequences. Like if you get COVID now, you can't be like, well, I wish I would have had the vaccine. Like, no, if, if you're not a kid, I'm probably not going to feel the same level of like, sorry for somebody. If they, if they get the, if they get um COVID like, cause at this point, everybody has had a chance to get the vaccine. So if you don't get it, you have to accept whatever comes with that. Whereas a kid who didn't have a choice, you know, if your parents don't let you get it, you don't get it. Or if you're, I don't think anybody under 13 should get the vaccine because I don't feel like their bodies might not be able to handle it either. So, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I think we need a little bit of government like regulation. Like I do think the government should advise things now forcing you. Like I never thought the government should, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky, but, um, (laughs) I do think they should be able to recommend now this whole like they're gonna make what the the workers get the vaccine. I don't think they should be able to make you get it for a job. Right. But the same way like the NFL is saying, hey, if you don't get it, you you could be fined if you get the disease and miss a game. Like there should be consequences, but I don't think they should be able to force you. Like there's a little nuance there, you know. It's kind of like they're making they they. It's not like they're forcing you, but you're you're definitely. They're putting you in a position where you would want to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like incentivized. Yeah. I think yeah. they're towing yeah, the so line. Yeah. They're towing the line, which I think you should be able to do a little bit of that. But all out forcing, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the few people that I've, you know, like worker, coworkers and things that I've heard of, that like, oh, the family got it or this person got it. The last few people I've heard about it that are positive have the vaccine. So. I don't even know that it's that. It should be that like assured though that hey, it's your fault that you get it. Uh, yeah. I don't even know how really helpful it is. And yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky, man. It's definitely tricky. I think their reasoning is like, if you get the vaccine and you still get it, maybe you got it from someone who was unvaccinated. So they're like, well, if everybody had the vaccine, it wouldn't spread as much. So they're they're still gonna punish the unvaccinated a little bit more, but. It's yeah. I don't know. I have what different views work? on it because I feel like I feel like the vaccine is only gonna help with whatever you already are. So if you have a strong immune system and you get the vaccine, I feel like the vaccine will help that immune system. But if your immune system's weak and you get the vaccine, you still are probably susceptible to getting COVID or something like that. Like just like somebody with a strong mm-hmm. vac- immune system that doesn't have the vaccine might not get COVID. So I just think the vaccine might enhance, but I don't think it's going to, it's not a cure. Very interesting times we live in though. Yeah, it's very, but I, I don't, I'll tell you what, I don't think this COVID is going anywhere. I think it's here to stay. I think that, del- that Delta sure. is here now. We got these new variants. We're going to keep yeah, seeing man. it. So it's just, everybody better get used to it. Get used to this being around. One terror lasted 20 years. This will last, who knows? Probably something similar. <laughs>
Yeah. We'll see. The pandemic, as as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've been listening to Goody Mob. Yeah, let's see how long this this plan is for. I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm just gonna try to enjoy my life. <laughs> I don't know where like, it's going, but I'm gonna just try to live it up and enjoy it while I have while every, I'm alive. Every day, that's all we could do. Like I'm not worrying, man. That's that's one thing I'm not gonna do. Whether the COVID is serious or not, I'm not gonna worry. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I'm not I'm not gonna be like stressing every day about damn man, like I might die soon. Like, no, man. You can't live your life worrying. That's all I'd be telling people. You know, that is in the way the their internet got so much stuff on both sides that if you watch too much stuff on the internet, you're gonna freak it, you're gonna freak out one way or the other. Yep. Turn off the TVs, throw away the internet. Once in a while put it on the internet, but not don't overload it the social media. You gotta put the you gotta put the very minimum. That's gotta be a minimal part of your life. You gotta be out there living with you know your your heart and your 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 wants are and your your desires are. Go live your life, have fun every day. You know, you can't yeah. be stuck to these to these news and the the cycle that they just get in our brain and it paralyzes us from living just so they scare us too much. Yeah, I agree. What do you do think what about? You gotta do, you gotta get. You gotta get the vaccine. Makes you feel happy. Feel makes you feel comfortable. That's good. If you think it's dangerous, you you rather not have it. That's fine. But yeah. keep going forward. Don't don't don't. One way or another, you gotta continue living. Be I've, you. I've said this a few times. Like personally, I can't speak for everybody else, but I feel like I feel better since getting the vaccine. Like I haven't gotten a lot of the BS cold and sniffling and coughing. Like I feel like some of the stuff I was experiencing last year has went away, but I have to see how it is in the winter. Cause right now, you know, it's hot. So I'll see how my body is when it gets cold again. But so far I feel fine. I feel like my immune system feels pretty good. Like it, it, it reacted well, but I can't speak for everybody. Everybody's body's going to react different to that, to that shot. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the, uh, the Cuban protest going on? I don't know. I don't know what that. I haven't researched it enough, or like I like researching stuff yeah, deeper yeah. than just like, hearing it. But uh, I mean, it's good. Obviously, I'm good. I'm for the people. I'm for people's liberty. I'm for for you know governments to not oppress people. Obviously, for that. Yeah. But I also seen enough of how these agendas and things are so controlled that they might be. This might be. A, there might be an agenda behind it. So I don't know if this is organic. If it's organic, I'm all for it. If it's planned because they have something else, you know. It's like a domino effect sometimes. Um, I don't you know. You know organic, I, I'm for it. You know what I think is interesting, though? Just how it's being treated differently than the Black Lives Matter protests? As, as in, like, when people are shutting down roads, you're not really seeing the tear gas. You're not seeing the brutality. I think DeSantis is not going to let it ever get to that level. And he's kind of being put in, a, in an interesting situation because I don't know if you remember... DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, had come out with that anti-protesting bill where you basically saying if you block roads and stuff, people can run you over, they can hit you and stuff. But we have not really seen that with this. And I don't think well, he no, it's I don't think he anticipated that being like a Cuban protest. I think he anticipated those laws going against like Black Lives Matter protests. I didn't think I don't think he was ready for something like this. So it's it's just interesting <laughs> to see how he handles this. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it even gets that big. No, it has. I've been. I, I've seen yeah. it. I've bro. They've been blocking the turnpike. Like last week, they were blocking the turnpike, um, shutting it down. 
no tear gas or anything. It was very, it was treated a little different. That's why I'm like, I don't think DeSantis wants that on his hands, like seeing these protesters, something happen to him, because a lot of them vote for him. You know, this is kind of yeah. his base. So I think he's a little bit more protective of them, even though he's, it, somebody made a good point. Like, we'll see how he really feels when somebody, when the Cuban people come from Cuba and try to stay in Florida, like when they uh, arrive on the boats and stuff, let's see if he lets them stay. That's when we'll really see what he feels like. But I've been watching mm-hmm. it from that end just to see how he treats it. Seeing if politicians contradict themselves all the time. They they do all kind of they they say things they don't really act upon. So that wouldn't surprise me in the least. So Yeah. Yeah, I've just been seeing I, it a little I bit. I expect to be disappointed by them actually. Well, yeah, we know. I wanna see what you do when you go to Puerto Rico. I don't know who y'all politicians are over there. Don't matter. <laughs> I don't pay attention to any of them. Do y'all have a president? They got, they got something up there. They don't really do much. They take orders from the state from, from, what, I, from what I've seen. Okay. They're just, a, they're just a, like a figure, figurehead. Oh, okay. I got you. The they don't do much. Like, they don't make the rules and stuff. That's all done from Washington. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Mike's getting All right, in his Jared, bag. It was, it was fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, this was uh, another impromptu call. I was really just calling to solidify the plans for Tuesday, but we got to run through some topics, so that was cool. Yeah, man. We caught up. We caught up for sure. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll see you Tuesday night, and uh, we'll, we'll, and we'll catch up some more. We'll go visit the trains and <laughs> the train museum. <laughs> see uh, some of Tampa, Clearwater, St. Pete. We'll see a little bit of the city. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right, Mike. Well, enjoy the rest of your night, and uh, we'll talk later. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Love y'all. Stay safe. Peace and love for me and Clarissa. Peace and love. Peace and love. Tell Clarissa I said bye, too. (laughs) Take care. Peace. All right. That was kind of an impromptu call with Mike. I was not expecting us to really go through all those topics. I mean, but, you know, Mike. Mike's good at asking questions. So, you know, you want to talk a little Damian Lillard? You want to talk a little vaccine talk? I don't know. I, I was trying to explain to him how I feel like government should be involved a little bit. I'm not all like all the way government, but I do think government is there to kind of protect people from themselves. I think government has to say things or has to do things because we can't trust everybody. Um, speaking of government, the Alabama governor, man, she. I don't know her name, but she was freaking hilarious talking about the vaccine. Uh, what is this lady's name? Republican Governor K. Ivy, man. She kind of is speaking my sentiments when it comes to the whole vaccine. So let's listen to K. Ivy real quick, man. Back here at home, cases are surging, and it doesn't get much clearer than this. What is it going to take to get people to get shots in arms? I don't know. You tell me. Folks supposed to have common sense. But it's time for to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us down. But as a leader of the state, don't you think it's your responsibility to try and help get this situation under control? I've done all I know how to do. I can encourage you to do something, but I can't make you take care of yourself. Wow, that is remarkable. Governors are furious. I ain't gonna lie, rock with KIV for that one, man. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's up to look. The, like I was telling Mike, kind of like if you choose not to get the vaccine, 
it's on you at this point. If you get sick, there's no more excuses. Like you had the choice. So if you want to roll the dice, you roll the dice, but nobody can make excuses anymore. And yes, we do know there's, there are vaccinated people still getting COVID. Like it's not a hundred percent going to protect you from it. It's just supposed to build up your immune system to help you better not get it. But like I said, there's people who are not vaccinated, whose immune systems are really good, who probably will never get it or can be exposed to it. So I think the vaccine just enhances it. Like if you have a weak immune system, it probably makes it a little better. If you have a strong immune system, it's probably making it a lot better. So it just enhances it to me. I don't think it's to me. I mean, I know some people think it's poison or whatever. I don't, I don't think it's poison. I don't agree with that part, but I rock with Kay Ivy, man, for her point. Um, I'm going to try to call Kayla one more time just because I want to see if she will answer her phone because I want to talk to her about this um, situation. Please leave your message She's for... She's not going to answer. All right, so we'll, we'll get Kayla on a later episode. I wanted to... Gosh, I wanted to talk to her about that damn Wawa burger. That's what I should have did when I had her here, but we never did. It's all good, though. Kayla's a busy person, too. I'm going to run through a couple more topics before I end this episode. Shout out to my boy, Mark. My boy, Mark, bro, he hit me up yesterday and Mark said they took like a road trip, him, his wife and her father, her stepfather. Or was it her father? I'm not sure. But they took a trip to Tampa last uh, yesterday. And for some reason, Mark said he decided to play the I'm good. I'm good. Love and joy episode that I did uh, like two weeks ago. He decided to play that on the trip to Tampa. In the car with his wife and her father. And I don't know if you guys listened to that episode. Maybe all y'all didn't. But if you did, bro, I was on one on that episode. Like, I was talking that talk. I was talking a lot of sexual freedom talk. I was talking, uh, like, just Megan Thee Stallion, all types of wild stuff, giving opinions. I don't know why. What made Mark want to play that episode in the car with them? And he said that it was a very uncomfortable drive. He said his uh, his girl looked at him crazy. I think he got yelled at at the end. But, bro, I said, why would you play that? Like, that's not an episode for nobody to listen to with their parents. I'll, and the funny thing is, when I record these episodes, I'm never, like, thinking about y'all listening back. Like, I'm not like, wow, like, I wonder how it's going to sound. I kind of just talk and I give my opinion on stuff. But I don't really think about, like, the outcome or how it might be perceived. So, damn, man, when he told me that and I thought about all the stuff I was saying on that episode, I was like, boy, I was out of control. I was wilding. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, though. We talked about it a little bit. Man, Giannis, the Greek freak who says he doesn't really want to be known as the Greek freak because he's African, which, shout out to that, man. He's from Nigeria. Like, he was born, well, he was born in Greece, but he's African descent. Uh, I believe it was Nigerian. And he, man, I, I talked a little bit about it with Mike, about how impressed I am that he stayed with Milwaukee after getting swept by the Heat last year. Like, Damian Lillard needs to learn from that because we saw how, like, the Blazers' seasons have ended. But if Lillard could just have some peace, or not peace, uh, some co- some confidence in the team, patience. Have some patience and just let us work things out. Give it a chance. Uh, did you guys hear this news story about Camila Cabello? 
she's a singer and she was body shamed because she was walking around and she's a little thick. She's a little thick, but you know, like people will say, I guess she had a little stomach on her and they was hating on her. And I'm looking at her like, she looked good to me. Like I didn't see no, nothing wrong with it. Oh, I thought I had my damn, <laughs> I thought I had the dang Drake sound on there still, but um, I like my girl's BBW. But to me, I was like, that's how I like my women. I like them with a little bit of uh, a little weight on them. I don't want them too skinny. Like, I don't mind a little stomach. So when I saw, I actually saw the pictures they were complaining about. I was like, this is what y'all like mad about. Like, this is what y'all hating on. Bro, she looked good to me. I don't know why. I was like, it got to be white people that was hating on her. I I guarantee it wasn't no black people. Wasn't no black people hating on her, man. That, That stick to us. Like, we ain't got no problem with that. I mean, I have no problem with that. Um, Kanye West supposed to drop his Donda album named after his late mother last Friday. He did not drop it, of course, in true Kanye fashion, but he did do like a sold out show at the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta where he performed the whole album. So I guess you could still hear it if you um, watched it. And the question I want to ask is like, do we still care about Kanye's music? Personally, I think Kanye has to prove it. Like he's in a show and prove thing right now where we're not sure if Kanye still got it, but if Kanye come out with some fire music, he'll be right back. Like, I don't think he'll, I don't think we'll cancel him completely. If the music is fire, he can always get back in the game. So I think Kanye just got to come out with some good music. No pun intended. I did hear a little bit of the one he had with Jay-Z because he had a surprise song with Jay-Z's verse. That sounded all right, but I don't know. With Kanye, I got to take a wait-and-see approach. I'm not going to assume that he's back to the old Kanye. I want to hear the album the way it's supposed to sound, and then I'll make a decision on if I'm rocking with it or not. Other than that, yeah, other than that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Kanye's back. Kanye still got something to prove to us, to me at least. He got to let us know that. He he ain't all the way to uh, red red hat anymore. Even though Jay Z said that um, the song that he ain't red he ain't red hat or something no more. He told him to get rid of the red hat. So I'm interested to see how the Don album sounds when it when it finally comes out. Now I'll come back and get y'all my opinion on it. This this episode right here, I'm calling it overtime because I worked overtime last week. So I just wanted to come in here and talk a little bit before I do a stay to Jared. I'm gonna do that later on tonight. We'll get down to some some other stuff. Talk about my goals in life. Just want to keep this one pretty short. Wasn't sure how long I was going to go. About an hour. I'm going to wrap it up with um, another Leon Bridges song. I like this new Leon Bridges album, though. This Gold Digger sound. I encourage everybody to check it out. He got a song here called Why Don't You Touch Me. Boy, this thing right here gets you in your feels. So we're going to end the show with this. And I'm going to come back later and I'm going to do a stay of the Jared. Not sure how long it's going to be. I doubt it to be like the two and a half hour stay of the Jared I did last year. Because I don't know. I took questions last year, too. I think this year I'm just going to kind of talk about stuff that I have written down. So we'll get back to that. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode. We're going to end it, like I said, with some Leon Bridges. Why don't you touch me? Keep me. Keeping it real with Jerry Lawrence. I've been feeling way too undecided. 
Before they're flaming out all around us was all on fire I can feel the distance go for miles But cold is all you are, just causing chills What's with all this? You won't even talk about it Can you be honest? Is you just running out of wheels? Cause every time you put me stuck in Too hard on this, but I don't. 